The year is 1890. The place, Boston. An evil force continues to seep into our world, corrupting and conquering all who touch it. Our four brave adventurers foiled its mysterious plans twice, bringing Jack the Ripper to justice and stopping it from unleashing panic from an ancient tomb. But now our four heroes have evil's full attention. Can they keep this force from holding illimitable dominion over all? Find out as they face the Red Death. Are we on horses or a little the little wagon? Uh, yeah, you have you have horses, right? Is that what I sent you in the forest with horses? Uh, we were being hauled out there on cot or on what was it like a wagon, little or a stretcher? Yeah. I can't remember now. Let's say let's say there are enough horses there. If they didn't have horses before, you take them. Okay. Oh, also, uh, Finn has the saddlebags of the horse he's riding just full of pistols and rifles, buck knives, bowie knives, whatever. Just basically every weapon that those people had, he loaded into the saddlebags. Oh, dude, when, when we checked the pockets, did we find anything really on them? Not much. Um, okay. Some money if you really want to loot the body, but um, not really. Ignacia doesn't really care about money, so she's like... Yeah. James, if you actually like that whiskey, you could bring it with you if you want. Uh, I'll leave the whiskey. Yeah. Okay, so you get back pretty uneventfully. Um, you get back about a little bit after midday. What are you going to do first when you get into town? Drop off Francis. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Detective O'Neill is... Glad to see uh, the two of you again. He asks if Charlotte's okay, though. He doesn't see her with you. Who? She left right before we saw the, the men, so I, I so assume she's okay. She, she left then, but when did she enter? Oh, so you, they caught you up on all this stuff. She was a tracker who helped oh, oh, oh. them find you. Well, Finn forgot. long long 48 hours that's right um and so uh so he says well yeah she uh she isn't fond of sticking around past when things are over so i guess she figured she'd done her job it's a weird one that one good track it's a shame it's a shame i feel like finn would have really gotten along with charlotte (laughs) <laughs> this is one of those things where you're all laughing about something and I don't understand what it is. Well, there are birds and there are bees. <laughs> and bears. Yes, we saw and them in the woods. <laughs> so you're as dense. You're going to have a, a heck of a time cleaning up the mess we left you. So, yeah, you tell him the whole story, and he says, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, hopefully he hadn't sent word back about you, but 
If he had, that could be more trouble for you. McCord was the leader of the White Sword, so whoever succeeds him will be looking to clean up after him, probably. Well, hopefully uh, this one here, and she mentioned thumbs over to Francis, could tell you everything that's going on. He's calmed down a little bit, uh, but he's still still pretty scared. Um, so Detective O'Neill says, yeah, we'll have a conversation. If he gives you any trouble, just let me know. I'll come over and have a talk with him. He winces a little bit. Bye, Francis. <laughs> he does not make eye contact. Doug, I love that you named him Francis. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That, that, was, that was just a gift. Let me, uh, let me write that down before I forget it. <laughs> I think James would probably head home. Definitely not up for going to the bar where, you know, that didn't end too well last time. You get home and everything is back to the way it was. Sadet is no longer sleeping there and uh, everything is back to normal. I think James will sit on the, sit on his bed, take the letter from his mother and read it and take letters that Monty has written, read those, just spend the evening before he goes to sleep reading over these, you know, reading these notes and things that, that remind him of, you know, things that really are important to him and start the first step of healing himself and dealing with this. Okay. What about the rest of you? Feel like, yeah, it's about time to head home. Um, and also because I'm sure parents and all are, Curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what time did we get back to town? Uh, you got back to town in, let's see. You left at just before dawn. So you got back. Uh, yeah, you're back late midday. So maybe three or four. I'm trying to remember if during this, the 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 other recording we did i was like mm -hmm. did alex ask ignacia to go on a date that night sure did <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i think that's the point where she remembers she's, and she just goes oh oh no as they're walking back to the house would you like to convey a message or call on your friend uh, I think I have a date tonight. Well, then there's pl plenty of time to uh, to get yourself ready and gussy it up. Yeah, you I might want to put something else on. You didn't know Sawyer was there. He's been walking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can... And she... I guess because they had a long rest, she can like look at her shoulder. I don't remember where she got hit. She got hit by something, by gunshot their fight yeah you may not want to arrive at your date with a gunshot wound <laughs> might set a weird mood 
I don't even know what we're doing. I don't even know where we're going. I don't, what do I wear? Well, first of all, I think you have some twigs in your hair from going through the forest, so we should take care of that. All right, I, I really should get a nap in too. <laughs> all right, so date prep montage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what goes right with getting ready for your date? Oh, um, she gets cleaned up pretty well. I think that's the main thing is that her change of clothes so she doesn't have that bullet wound in her shirt anymore. I think it's where she got shot was like in her shoulder or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she just, Beatrice gave really good tips yesterday. <laughs> was it yesterday they talked or the day mm-hmm. before? Yeah. And then Agnes and Ignacia went to the zoo right after that. <laughs> um, so that went really well. Yeah, she got cleaned up pretty well. Beatrice tricks helped. Okay. Yeah. What doesn't go so well? It's only one thing, but what is it? Doesn't have to be a big thing. I think she woke up late for her nap, so she's... I don't know if Alex has been waiting on her for like an hour or if there's a meet somewhere mm. and she's really behind. No, oh, he was going to, he was going to come, come calling on you. Oh, okay. At where you're staying roomy. No, 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 I'm no, I'm, I'm still at the house. Okay. So the you're house. not. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if he was going to pick you up at uh, Lee Jing's. Were you going to do the big brother thing? Like, yeah. I see you. <laughs> well, well, I think I think when you, wherever it is, I managed to finagle my way into so that when you come downstairs, he's sitting at a table with me, and I've got three revolvers on the table that I've been cleaning, and he has to endure my questions about intention and so on. Yeah. So during this conversation, um, give me an insight check. Oh, damn. Uh, 17 on the die, plus one. Okay. 18. So you find something a little bit suspicious about him. Um, what do you... What is it? Free reign here? Pretty much. We, we can take something out if, if I'm like, uh... Well, I, I think it, uh, it might be like an ulterior motive kind of a thing, but could be as like benign as he he definitely likes Ignacia or is taken by her, but also is like has a little bit of an adventurous like he he sees and like kind of glorifies what we did, and maybe that's like the life he wants, so maybe he's like got that in mind I don't know maybe but I don't think it takes away from his actual like admiration of Ignacia okay. Oh, I also, I offer him whiskey, and if he goes to, to get it, I give him a quizzical look like, really, you're going you're gonna to drink before escorting Ignacy on a date? And then if he doesn't go for it, I give him equal discomfort by why aren't you going to have a drink with me? Right. He says, well, uh, uh, Mr. Sawyer, I had a drink with you the other night, but I don't, um, I, I want to you know, fully enjoy my conversation with Ignacia, I'm looking forward to talking with her and I would 
like to have my full wits about me. I, I get a little bit nervous around her, so I would like to, you know, just make sure that I am not in any kind of, is she almost, um, is everything okay with her? I don't know. Do you want a glass of water? You seem real nervous. I, sure. I, some water you will be. You don't want her like, thing. you know, I don't know, throwing a magical axe at you or something like that. What? No, I certainly don't want that. No. I hope that she doesn't throw anything at me. Could I have that water? Oh, sure. I hand him the water and then I say, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've seen her with, with, uh, handle a pistol before. She's deadly. Well, I'm sure I won't. Okay. Oh, I'm just making conversation. I don't oh, think it really, I don't think it's, you know, you you plan on taking a shooting? No, no, not, certainly not. Yeah, that'd be dangerous. Yes. You going to drink that water? He or just hold it. Oh, he's already drank it. Like he... <laughs> It was something to do, and so he threw it back while you were talking, and then, yeah. How's work at the museum? Oh, it's, um, you know, uh, the exhibit is drawing quite the crowd. Uh, things, are, things are good. I'm going to put poor Alex out of his misery here. Uh, so then Ignacia comes downstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 go on tell us she looks pretty oh, uh, well i didn't want to be uh too too toward but yes you look quite nice thank you and she just gives sawyer a look like what are you doing here and <laughs> sawyer comically shrugs like mm. <laughs> um i'm so sorry we've had a day and yeah so i'm sorry about keeping you so long but i i'm ready when you are oh uh, yeah I, i'm i'm ready i'm quite ready to go <laughs> all right um lead the way so he he walks out sort of chattering anxiously and glancing over his shoulder every once in a while you know he leaves with him so okay yeah She's not chattering nervously. She's just that quiet nervous. So, mm -hmm. And she gives a look to Sawyer to be like, stay here. Don't follow us. <laughs> like a dog. Sit. Stay. Stay. And they're off. Okay. Agnes, what are you doing this evening? I feel like I like heard all this happening because it was in my house. And I'm just like, I'm not getting involved in this. I can't. Um, but I think what's been happening is that um, I think Agnes wants wanted to go take a look at some of her mother's more hidden secret books, specifically trying to see if there's anything that could shed some light on the particular the incident where there was a you know, a certain corpse that might have been speaking. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, give me an Arcana check. <laughs> Real bad. Wait one second for me to figure out how bad that was. Uh, 
that was just like a seven overall. Okay. So you're not able to find anything, but I am going to give you a choice here. You do realize that you could ask your mother. I think after trying to look through the books myself, I finally sigh and I, I go and find her and knock on the door. Yeah. So she's, um, she's working on uh, sewing uh, a veil for the wedding and um, says, Oh yes, dear. How are you? She's sort of relieved (laughs) to see it's not William because you know, she doesn't want him to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interesting. Uh, the last couple of days have been very eventful. I was actually uh, hoping that you could direct me perhaps to uh, some recommended reading. Uh, perhaps having to do with, I don't know, unusual phenomena connected to death and death-related things. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Wow, why am I rolling so bad? Uh, That's also just a seven. Okay. So she seems glad to see you. Um, You don't see that this is like the biggest smile she's ever had. Um, And she says, well, absolutely, dear. I'd be be happy to. Uh, And sort of gleefully takes your hand and leads you back towards her library. And so over the next few hours... Um, she sort of enthusiastically throws books towards your head um, about possession and uh, souls escaping, souls being trapped in the body, uh, you know, many, many, many different things. Yeah, I, I, I collect them all and I emphasize that this is, this is just, you know, for research to better understand certain beliefs and you know things that have happened and Agnes is just not as together as usual with like coming up with excuses for like for her her certain uh system of beliefs about what is behind all of this Mm -hmm. yeah she's not as uh perceptive as usual um in noticing that that you aren't being totally forthcoming with her because she's so excited to finally be talking to you about the supernatural yeah, I think with each book, like that weighs down in Agnes's arms. Mm-hmm. There's also just like this additional weight of like, am I going like what path am I going down exactly right now, and how far am I going to go down it, and how much am I willing to entertain while doing this research? And like, mm-hmm. is would it be better just to drop it all together? Which is not a common thought for Agnes. Like Agnes is very much a, I want to understand all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as she's going, she says, uh, you know, and and if you would like, uh, Teresa O'Neill also is one of the most knowledgeable people about possession and the inner workings of the spiritual mind that that I've ever met. That perhaps I should read through some of these books so I could come up with some educated questions to ask Teresa about Oh, sure. Well, whenever you're ready, I'd be happy to... uh, I might even be able to you know learn a few things myself she's always so wonderful to talk to agnes just kind of nods and looks tired (laughs) so the wedding wedding's happening soon oh yes uh just a a little over two weeks 
is there any setbacks I should know about or be worried about? Any anything to cause concern? She raises an eyebrow. She says, "Is there anything that's concerning you, dear?" Oh no, not not me. <laughs> I uh, just you know how these things, event planning. Event planning is very stressful. Things mm-hmm. can go wrong all the time, very easily. You know, florists mess up orders. Dresses are not the right size. Cakes are full of ingredients that you didn't expect. <laughs> she says, well, thankfully, her mother is handling most of those things. And with her experience as a socialite, she's more than capable of handling it, it seems. Good. And William is being the best version that... William can be of himself. Oh, I think he always is, dear. Oh, of course you do, mother. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll just read through these books then and maybe have a cup of tea. Well, yes, if you have any questions, please let me know. I will. Agnes just kind of like hauls this load of books up to her room to <laughs> study. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, so over the next two weeks, what are you all up to? Can we do one one last scene for that night? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just just one last thing. So Sawyer is kind of yeah. so so Agnes is at home. Ignacy's on a date. James is at home. Sawyer does not want to go back. He's just not comfortable yet, and so it's just a scene of him walking past James's house, walking up to like the stoop or whatever. And he just lays down on the stoop, puts his hat over his head, and he goes to sleep. Oh, buddy. Puppy. Buddy. I didn't say puppy. I said buddy. Mm. I thought you said puppy. <laughs> I heard puppy, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I also heard puppy, but maybe that's because it's... Wishful Hoda, thinking. It's Hoda's his birthday, so... <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I felt that rounded out the day for Sawyer, and then... Uh, you said we're going like a uh, time jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So over those two weeks, um, what's everyone up to reading about necromancy? Okay. <laughs> and are you going to have a conversation with Teresa? Or are you going to keep saying that you want to read more before you have a talk with her? I think that Agnes is going to just keep reading more feeling like she, she hasn't read enough yet to have like a full conversation yet with Teresa. Okay. Uh, James is going to throw himself into work. Okay. Building walls and laying brick, working as hard as he can, as many hours as he can each day. Okay. I think every day on on Sawyer's way out into the woods to practice using that new pistol of his, he gives James a hard time at whatever work site he's at. Okay. <laughs> I think James later on when he's coming around a little bit uh, throws like uh, one of the oh, crap, a trowel full of like uh, concrete and like cement, wet cement at him as he's walking by before he even gets a word in. He's he's learned the routine. So he reckons he knows when, when Sawyer's going to come around just flings this trowel full of wet cement at him as he rounds <clears> the corner. I think I think right before that Sawyer would have gotten your tailor to fix his suit where all those bullet holes were. 
He's feeling pretty dapper that day. <laughs> and a bunch of cement hits his pant leg and shoe, freshly polished. <laughs> but he still looks up and smiles and just under his breath just goes, he's back. And he keeps walking to the woods. <laughs> Ignacia, how many dates do you go on? Oh, that's actually what I was just thinking about. Um, let's see, two weeks. I would say probably four more. Okay. Yeah. To one week to another week. That's about it. I mean, because she's busy with work and, you know, and she checks in with everybody. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Oh, I like to imagine some lunch dates with his friends for James. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining them, that's all. Okay. <laughs> 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 lunch dates. All right. Well, then the big day arrives. And uh, all of you as family friends are invited to the wedding, which is going to be a relatively small affair. Um, So uh, only three or 400 or so people. Uh, Beatrice's parents had wanted it to be bigger, but um, they were overruled. And so you're assembled at the church for this. Agnes, William has really, really, really stepped up. Um, He has been uh, incredibly serious about everything. He has been, from what you can tell, incredibly attentive. Um, And what does he do that genuinely impresses you and makes you think, he might not be such a bad father after all. He's still going to be a bad father, but maybe not such a bad father. I think for the first time in his godforsaken life, he actually seems to be like listening to people more. And it's not just Beatrice. It's kind of like, I think it started with Beatrice and it's starting to rub off on his conversations with others. So like he'll actually, instead of multitasking where he's like reading the newspaper while talking to someone or like focusing on a book or, you know, making his tea he'll actually like make eye contact with people while they're Mm -hmm. talking and like actually respond in a way that lets everyone know that he's paying attention to something other than his own thoughts and it's a little bit disturbing at first because it's not in character for him Mm -hmm. but it seems to be a habit that's sticking and at first agnes reads it as oh this is him being nervous about the wedding and he's just like really alert because of nerves but then it seems like actually maybe he's just like turning into more of a decent human being. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's your role in the wedding? Um, or your role is maid of honor, but what's your, what does that entail? I think I'm like the chaos wrangler essentially. So like when something is going wrong, if it's not something that is supposed to be dealt with by one of the parents, that I am the person. So it's not like the big, big emergencies, but all the small emergencies get delegated to me, which is like even more annoying in a way. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, Oh, this thing got misplaced. Agnes needs to go find it now. Or like these guests are confused about such and such thing. It's like, Agnes needs to now direct them to like the correct location or like give them the gr- correct guidelines for what's going to happen. Okay. So about half an hour before the wedding ceremony is supposed to begin when you're sort of sequestered in a a room in the back of the church, 
what minor detail are you sent off to go take care of? I think um, it's something really stupid. Like one of the vases for the flowers is a slightly different shade of pink than it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and Beatrice's mom is really fixated on this. Like this is the thing that's going to ruin the entire wedding that this like one thing looks off. And so Agnes has <clears> to go locate another vase or find a completely new set of like vases to mm-hmm. make this all matchy matchy. Sure. Yeah. So you, you go through, you look at all of the vases and you're not able to tell the difference between any of them. And so you're, you're going back to report, uh, to find out more information um, and ask specifically which face is the problematic one. And as you're about to enter the room, you hear a thud inside. Um, and it's the room that supposedly Beatrice's mother is in? Uh, Beatrice's mother and Beatrice. Um, is it like a heavy thud or like a light thud? Like a body-sized thud. Okay, like if it's a body-sized thud, then I go in immediately. Okay. Beatrice's mother is unconscious on the floor. And Beatrice is hovering a few inches off the ground. Her eyes completely replaced with this red glow. And you hear a familiar voice say, Hello, skeptic. I close, I go, I enter the door and then immediately close it behind me because I don't want any of the wedding guests to see this. Okay. Uh, I take it. Beatrice isn't home right now. No. Remember how I said whatever happens after this is your fault? And something along those lines. Well, here we are. Here we are, indeed. Uh, so, I I assume your timing here is not coincidental. No. Do you particularly enjoy weddings? going to be a very nice one it laughs uh it says oh i don't suspect that there will be a wedding why is that dare i ask well i plan on destroying the church for starters um may i inquire as to the reason for your desire to destroy this particular church on this particular day fear you, you, you had to choose this wedding, didn't you? It couldn't have been another wedding. There are plenty of weddings in this town. Bigger ones, in fact. Oh, not many much bigger. And none nearly as personal to you. You see, this is just... Not... Oh. Agnes, like, I think she has a face in her hand this entire time that she's just carried around <laughs> with her. And she finally puts it down because she's, like, gesturing with it. I suppose there's no reasoning with you, no no bribes that you would take, anything to put Beatrice back down on the ground for you, please? I'll take you. Take me where if I can inquire? Well, if you turn yourself over to me, you're much more useful than her. How so? 
you're more powerful than she is. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'm... We're about the same body type. I think we're about the same physically, strength-wise. You know what I mean. And Agnes definitely does know, and she sighs. Yes, that's it. Um, That's what you're thinking of. Where was, like, the last time that I saw Ignacia or, or anybody, pretty much? They're downstairs. They're downstairs? Yeah, they're sort of in the audience. And how far away is this room from, like, where other people would be? Uh, so this is kind of like an, an upstairs room where you would come down towards, uh, be let out near the main entrance of the church so that the bride can process in when her, you know, let in by her father and all that mm-hmm. traditional stuff. So if I were to make a bit of a ruckus, <clears throat> what are the chances of me being heard? Uh, pretty low. Pretty low? All right. Stone church. I was going to try to throw a thing again, but <laughs> I guess not today. Uh, what happens if I say no, that you can't have me or take me or whatever it is that you want to do? Uh, it says, well, then the ceremony will go quite poorly. Agnes is debating like she takes a moment because she's still like with it's hard with this with the sphinx because it's just like a consistent thing that she can't disprove mm-hmm. and if like, appearing in so many different places you know appearing in different locations and different bodies it's not it's not like the other little magic tricks and whatnot um i do i have oh that's a good point um do i have anything like that i don't think i do I don't know. I mean, unless I speak to an animal messenger to like go and like fetch you, but I don't think there's any animals in this room. Singing ants. Um, singing ants to like. I mean, that is actually that is a good point. Are there any? Can I do a perception check to see if there are any other like life, like any organisms in this room? So as as you're thinking about it, the voice says, "Well, I won't stop you, by all means." Go get your friends. I'd love for them to see this. Are you going to do anything to Beatrice during the time in which I go get my friends? No. If you come back here, I assure you. And that's a promise. Then I guess I'll be back shortly. Um, And I'll leave the door, close the door, or I'll leave the room and close the door behind me. Quickly go to, I guess, where the the main area is. Mm -hmm. Um, And trying to get catch the attention of whoever's closest. Yeah, I imagine so everyone's I, sitting together. <clears throat> As you're rushing down the stairs, your mother is starting to make her way up the stairs. Um, I'm going to stop her and say, Mother, you need to go get Ignacia and my other friends and bring them here immediately. What's wrong? It's Beatrice. It's that the, the thing, that thing, and Agnes is not, not unable to actually name it. Had you told her anything about it, or had you just asked? I think I didn't tell her about... I mean, she knows about the Sphinx situation, but she doesn't know about the, the Speak with the Dead incident. Okay. She says, um... What... 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 Thing? What? Beatrice is currently... Levitating somewhat, and her eyes are glowing red, and she's speaking with a voice that does not belong to her. In your books, I believe, 
They refer to this as possession. Her eyes are glowing red. Yes. The death is here. This is why I need us to go get my friends. She rushes downstairs. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, all three of you give me a perception check against her deception. My perception is so good that I rolled so poorly. <laughs> it's a kind of day for that for some reason. <clears throat> like the shooting Seven. range all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sawyer's fault. Uh, 17. 18. 14. Mrs. Han seems calm, cool, and collected. Um, when she comes up to the three of you. Is Alex here? Uh, I don't think I don't think Ignacio would have gotten a plus one. Okay. And she says, "Can the three of you help me with something, just for a moment?" Sure, definitely. Wonderful. And as you're walking by, she taps uh, Teresa O'Neill on the shoulder as well. So she leads uh, the four of you into the stairwell, and. She says a few things quickly to Teresa that the three of you don't hear. My pass is 20, by the way, so... My pass What's that? My pass perception is 20, so... Oh, okay. They're speaking a language you don't understand. Okay, that's fair. Um, and, uh, but you can tell with your passive perception that this is uh, a panicked sort of whisper, and there's no reason that they would be speaking a different language other than something being very, very, very wrong. And as soon as you see Agnes's face, um, you know. Yeah. Um, now that she's away from the other guests, her mom has dropped the act. So Teresa says, if it's what I expect, then she's been possessed. Um, and this is the first any of the other three of you are hearing about this. Who? And she looks at Agnes. Beatrice. I should also mention for full transparency that she, it, whatever it is, uh, said that it would spare Beatrice if it could have me in her place. I think Ignacia gives... Agnes will look like you better not think of something so stupid. Agnes returns the look of I think I might. Just glares a little bit harder. Your mother says, dear, you can't possibly be considering that. Not to toot my own horn, but I do believe that I my willpower and my strength of mind might be a bit stronger than Beatrice's and I don't think if this is what it really says it is, I don't believe that it would have as easy of a time controlling me as it believes it would. She says, that's why it needs it. It needs you to give yourself to it. If it could take you, it just would. It took her, it preyed upon her fears on her anxieties about today and took her. Of course, you're stronger than she is. 
Otherwise, it would just have you already. Maybe... I don't know, isn't there something that you can do to me? Some kind of... I don't... Can you booby trap me? I don't know how this works. You got anything that'll make Agnes fall asleep after a minute? You see the gears start turning in... um, So Charlotte looks at Teresa, and you can see, like, the wheels are churning, churning, churning in there, and she says... Maybe. What do the four of you know about astral projection? I've read quite a bit about it. Obviously, only in theory. And wild stories that probably have other explanations behind them. And Agnes is just like, that's like so half-hearted at this point. And she says, well, astral projection is the sending of the mind out into the world. It's also possible to send a mind into another mind. If I send the four of you into her, and she sort of gestures up the stairs, then maybe you could uproot whatever hold it has on her. Sawyer takes a moment and he's looking at all of everybody. How are we, what are you talking about? We can't all fit inside of her. She rolls her eyes. Um, and then Ignacio's like, we are not fitting in her, our souls are. Right? I think that's what I've learned from Abuela. Like, that's that's what astral projection is, basically just your essence mm-hmm. doing it. That's correct. Do you think we have time to take on such an endeavor? Or if it goes wrong, what's the worst thing that could happen? What's the worst outcome we can expect? The death of the four of your souls. Sawyer just looks at James. If you give yourself to the Red Death would be the thing that happens anyway. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, James steps up next to Ignacio and says, I mean, sounds like there's only one thing to do here. Then pulls his coat aside and reveals the sort of hidden new pistol of his under his shoulder in a holster. And he says, does this come with me? Your weapons, no, would stay here. Well, damn. How long until the wedding is supposed to begin? Time moves differently in there. Um, But at this point, 15 minutes. The longer you stay inside of her mind with the Red Death there, the more danger you're in. So you'll need to be quick about it anyway. But a bride getting cold feet and delaying a wedding isn't necessarily a surprise. It's no secret that she's been stressed out. But time moves differently there. Well, then let's get this over with. Your mother walks over to you, um, puts her hands on the side of 
your face and kisses you on the forehead and says, we'll have to be in the room when we do this because the reason it can't hear us talking about this is the stone, but we also can't send you in. Someone will have to distract it. I love you. I love you too. Distract it and don't do anything too brave. She rolls her shoulders backwards and starts heading up, takes a step up the stairs and then pauses, says, for your bodies, it'll be like you're asleep. Um, and Teresa looks at all four of you and says, are you all sure? This only works if you're all sure. Yes. James nods. Sawyer just tips his hat. I'm ready. Well then. So they go up. Um, Teresa says, everyone needs to get into the room as quickly as possible. You see um, your mother's hands start glowing this orange light. And she throws open the door and steps in. All of you rush in after her, followed immediately by um, by Teresa. And then everything blinks. And suddenly the four of you are in this misty, reddish area, this big open area surrounded by fog and mist. And you all feel different. You look at each other quickly. James looks somehow smaller. And uh, Ignacia and Agnes look unbelievably strong. The Red Death is Morgan Nuncio as Ignacia. Cleo Yansu Davis as Agnes. Tim Devine as Finn Sawyer. Kent Blue as James. And Doug Lewandowski as the Game Master. The Red Death is part of the Roll to Play Network. It is edited, produced, and hosted by Kent Blue. Discover more at RollToPlayNetwork.com And do join us next time, if you <laughs> so, so the thing that I need all of you to do is to temporarily remake your characters. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, your physical stats uh, are going to be replaced by your mental stats, which are going to remain the same. Your 
uh, charisma is going to replace your dexterity. So whatever your score for charisma is becomes your dexterity score. Um, your wisdom score becomes your constitution score. Nice. And your intelligence score becomes your strength score. Oh, let's, get, let's get weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you say intelligence, wisdom, and charisma are all staying the same, though? Yes, they all stay the same. Okay. Um, Wait, so constitution and wisdom? Oh. Uh, constitution is wisdom, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm so oh, hardy right wow. now, y'all. <laughs> I'm real not smart. Wait, is that a straight, a straight swap? They still, the middle ones stay the same. We just... Yeah, so your your oh, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma are are the same. Ah, uh, got it. And your strength score, so if you have, like, McCord had an intelligence of nine, so now he would have a strength of nine and an intelligence of nine. Wow. He has a charisma of 11, so he would have an 11 charisma and an 11 dexterity. Uh, and his wisdom was 13, his constitution 15, so he'd have a 13 and a 13 for those two. James is in that non-strength boat. <laughs> Guess we have the same strength. <laughs> so, Ignacia's strength is now 16, her dexterity is a 14, and her constitution is an 18. My strength's 18 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. She's so buff. <laughs> her constitution's 17. Are we just remaking so the, healthy. the attributes, or is there other elements you want us to do? Uh, just the attributes. Um, okay. And then offline... Uh, well, I can tell you now since we have a little bit of time. Um, the your weapons will work a little bit differently in there. Um, so oh, yeah, my weapons as fists are going to work a lot differently. Yeah, with this nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a squeaky toy. 